Nick bones. Cook. Cook what? Nick bones. Why you love eating neck bones so much? I wanna go look for some. I can, I need to get a. But I need a. Uh, I need a bunch of um. Some chicken legs and um. Hamburger legs. Peanut, peanut butter, butter legs. legs. That's good, Mama. Yeah. Peanut butter legs. I never heard of it. Can I go? <laughs> <laughs> Can I go, Ma? Can I go? Please. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, D. Woods. And I'm Mia. And we are the, the Tour Sisters. Sisters. We back with an action-packed episode today, bitch. Uh, what about them neck bones? I like neck bones. You like, like I, neck bones? I love neck bones, but quick story. So when I was 15, um, I was, yeah, I was 14 or 15, I got burned by a pot of neck bones. So my mom had them in the, um, in the cook pot, like in the steam pot or whatever and so i was trying to tell my dad like how to get them out Uh because you have to press the button for the steamer yeah so well to let the steam out you have to let the steam out for the cooker first before you open it up because that's how it'll kind of open up on its own yeah my dad being the man that he was um he wasn't listening to you he wasn't listening i'm not listening to no damn child correct so i was standing in front like of the pressure cooker that's what it's called it's a yeah. pressure cooker and i was sitting in front and i had on a wife beater yeah he pries it open <laughs> and all of the water in the steam comes back and i end up having second degree burns on my stomach and they had to rush me to the hospital all over some damn neck bones that was the last time that i had neck bones um so it's been 15 years can i laugh yes you can laugh okay it's not that i'm <laughs> laughing because of what happened to you it's just like your dad is a responsible parent oh he was definitely irresponsible <laughs> at least he could have done, it it, done it with you not right next to yeah he was trying to prove a point right but yeah that that hurt him for a little while wow um, yeah cause, wow. but he got burned too but he didn't even get checked out but like they had to peel all the skin and clean it and oh it was awful that sounds gross yeah so tell me how was your week my week was full of procrastination Ah. I did nothing um like I think this I feel like I said last week that my house was a mess and I'm saying it again this week <laughs> <laughs> my house is a mess uh-huh. um but I am like coming out of and it's, I wasn't even in a funk I was just like I don't want to do nothing I've been sleeping on my couch <laughs> because I wash clothes and the clothes are in neat stacks ready to be hung up um because you don't have drawers. No, I have drawers. Oh. But they but they need to be hung up. Oh. They're just on my bed. So I'm so like, you've been t- I've been sleeping <laughs> on my couch. That's some lazy shit. It is some very lazy shit. I wash <laughs> my, my dad, sheets, my comforter, all that shit. My dad can't even sleep in her bed because she's too lazy to put on my clothes Too lazy to put up. on my clothes. Um, <laughs> yeah, just procrastination. So I am finally like getting out of it. And so yesterday I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to clean up. And it didn't happen. So... That's it. That that's all I did. Um was procrastinate. Yep, I procrastinated. I did not do anything that I need to do. Um but you know, this is a new week and I'm ready to go home today and actually clean. You just need to take like a Red Bull or something like an energy drink. Something that just gets you like antsy because like once you're antsy and your body is antsy like you just like just start moving like all you have to do is just start moving and then i will find every i found everything else to do but go in my room like i've cleaned the living room area it must be a lot of clothes it must be a pile of clothes it is a lot of stuff but it's like i need my room is just because i have my inventory in my room too Ah. so it's like it's just 
it's a cluster fuck of things. That's why I make sure. Well, I have a studio, but like Tati used to work in her room, Mm -hmm. and I said you have to, you have to get out of here. This is like, this is like a room for you know love and peace, and like you can't, right? You can't have work in here when you want to chill like you'll never want to be in here yeah and i don't work in my room i just have my inventory in there because i don't have anywhere else to put it yeah so that's the other thing it's like i'm just tired of looking at it so i I got a super big box and Uh i'm just going to put a lot of my stuff in there yeah and um that will hopefully help me to get out of that yeah because i just can't I'm, i'm tired of looking at it yeah um but yeah that's all i did what about you how was your weekend my weekend or week or week my both. week was uh so recorded on monday how are you feeling are you feeling better from last week i actually things got worse oh, so okay. um so i was i am in a fight against my former company um and basically they didn't offer anything on the table and mm. now I have to go through with a lawsuit and this could be another six months. So, um, yeah, it's kind of difficult with a lot of things that's happening. Then my car had some issues because I put the wrong gas in it and they wanted to charge me like $700 to just to cipher flush it. To, to flush it out. Mm. But thankfully, things turned around. This was actually on Wednesday, my favorite day. Mm-hmm. So all of this happened. Um, I got a call from my lawyer. I got a call from the dealership. Uh, I then got another call from the dealership saying that the manager would cover my expenses for mm. the car. And I was like, thank God, because this Wednesday was not looking great for me. <laughs> right. right. I would just have to pay for like the diagnostic fee and uh, the oil change. So that was that was a blessing that I needed for sure. Um, and then... And then, you know, I, I just, I, I've been just kind of, like, I would say me too. I was, I've been procrastinating just because, like, you know, you go from, like, not feeling well and not feeling like yourself and then, like, more shit happens mm-hmm. and then you, like, it gets you down, er, if that's even a word. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really wasn't, wasn't great weekend. I didn't do anything on Friday. I didn't, I worked on Saturday. I refed a few games, you know gotta get some money somehow and um and yeah i finished game of thrones which is like my super accomplishment to myself (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i felt like if i finished it i wouldn't have like this urge to watch this all the time because Mm -hmm. i wasn't watching tv i had no shows that i was watching all my shows come out in the summer so i'm not doing anything um during this time so me catching up with game of thrones i'm done now i'm caught up with everybody now i can enjoy it once a week like everybody can um so i'm i'm trying to be better but i don't know if i'm forcing like like how like where i want to feel you know what i'm saying so i've been trying to trying to wrap my mind around the the, how i feel because i'm not sure how i feel yeah i got you um I only answered my phone for one person last week. <laughs> I feel you. So, hey. I, and then I'm yeah, and then I'm getting into a bad habit of like, like if the communication isn't immediate, like you don't need my immediate service. Like I don't know how to. I and I used to be the person that hated when motherfuckers never text me back, and now I'm that person, and mm. I hate being that person. It's just like I can't. Like, it's not serving me in any way. It's not like. I don't know if I'm like pulling away or um or being distant 
in like all facets, right? Like I just don't like if I'm not, I don't know if I'm focused or I'm being distant. You know, I can say I remember last year when I was like coaching and then trying mm-hmm. to figure out like what I was doing with my job yeah, and just trying to do all these different things. And I pulled away from everything. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Like legit be like, no, I cannot do this. And I need time for myself because yeah. you're burnt out. Yeah. That's really what it is. You are burnt out. Yeah. Well, no, it's not that I'm burnt out. It's just, it's that cause I've been burnt out. This is not burnt out. This is like almost procrastination and laziness. So like, I just want to be in solitude and I've already done that. Like mm-hmm. I I feel like I've done the see, but I, I think the way I, I, I meshed it together was I was focused, but I was um, but I confined myself to to learning myself. Mm-hmm. But now I just I, I feel like I'm maybe more embarrassed of of where I'm at in life. Not even embarrassed. I don't want to use the word. I want to speak negatively on it because it, it's all a lesson. But it's just it's just difficult situation to be in and and mentally challenging Mm -hmm. like the the craziest thing is like once you get over one hurdle there's the next hurdle you have to get over Mm -hmm. like it's an an ever like never ending race right yeah so i think that's the most difficult part right now of like obviously that's a long-winded week but um yeah that's my week i wrote a bull though i was excited about that i've done it before it was Mm -hmm. just i was better at it this time that's good. Yeah. And you went to the Pizza Fest. And I went to the Pizza Fest. Pizza Fest was actually, uh, it was cool. You mm-hmm. know, I didn't eat no exotic pizza. I just ate some regular ass pizzas. I'm not, my favorite food is mashed potatoes and crawfish, so. Mashed potatoes. Yeah, mashed potatoes. That's very interesting. Yeah, and I was telling. It's such a geriatric food, like. <laughs> Mashed potatoes. Yeah. Like I was telling Kim, Kim has a tattoo of a pizza, right? Mm-hmm. And I was telling her, I was like, how the fuck am I going to get a mashed potato tattoo? Like, it's going to look like shit. It, it's yeah. just going to look all whipped. It's just going to look like shit. Mm-hmm. Like, like the shit emoji. Unless you a really amazing artist. Like, how do you make a mashed potatoes? It's like, pfft, like a Unless spoon? you do like a, ooh, what if you do like, like a, a baked potato, potato and, and then, then like, like the, the masher? Like, oh like, yeah. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. On my body? <laughs> yeah, because it can be like a minimalist tattoo. Like you have the oh, little yeah. baked potato and mm-hmm. then you have the little um, masher. I don't know what that thing is called, but the What's masher. What's your favorite pot- food? Oh, I love cra- uh, crab legs. Yeah, crawfish is my favorite like meal. Like, mm-hmm. So I feel you on the crab legs. Yeah, crab legs. Crab legs and shrimp. But like second would probably be, um, oh, hot wings. I haven't had them in so long. <laughs> lemon pepper Her, your mouth you, is salivating. yo you saw me like get real dreamy <laughs> out, right yo a 10 piece mouth with lemon pepper and sprinkles my fries from crisp extra crispy with ranch wingstop no from american daily back home with a peach lemonade drink with light ice yo like that is that is the most amazing meal you i know, remember my ex used to uh bring it to the airport like when she would pick me up mm. That, that was love right there. Like, <laughs> you already a, knew. That was real love. Man, that was real love. Like, homie oh. brought me food. That Food is my love language, if you're listening. Food you. is my love language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> feed me. Yo, you feed me some if you, good food. If you don't yeah. talk and you feed me, you're fine. You're fine in my book. Right, yeah. Mia? Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. Feed me. Oh, and play an instrument. What a- like, some type of musician. I love musicians. 
Uh, I, I love, I but I love. I don't know if I can anyway. like, like. No, you can't. Y'all can't hear me sip my water and mind my business, so I'm gonna just be quiet. Like an ASMR, like gulping and shit. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. Let's okay. get started. <laughs> I'm glad we brought in the episode just like that, just like that. Okay, right, so, so let's let's get into it. We got a listener letter, and we are. Listen, y'all. I, okay. So, so I know I like regular names for people. Okay. Um, I, don't, I want to call you Tiffany. D wants to call you. Some I want made to, up I want, I want to give you something like exotic. I don't want to call you Tiffany. Like, uh, um, <laughs> the only person that I can think of is Denarius. And I don't know if you've earned that name yet. You can call Khaleesi. Could, well, no. Let's call her Daenerys. Okay, Daenerys. Daenerys. I think that is actually a cute name. It is. I've never watched Game of Thrones. Um. All right. So Daenerys says, hey, ladies, let me just say or start by saying that you guys are truly amazing. Every week I look forward to the latest episodes of the Tory Sisters podcast, which help to make my days a little less stressed and more tolerable. Laughing out loud. Thank I you appreciate so much, it, Daenerys. girl. All right. So I want to get your ladies opinion on people and hip hop artists and their homophobic remarks. Ever since the tragic death of Nipsey Hussle, many black LGBTQ people have stated that they don't feel sad about his passing because he was homophobic. This is not the first time that I've had people say this about artists. And this kind of statement has been said about people um, such as Ice Cube, Tupac, Cardi B, Eminem, Migos, Tyler, Creator, and many others. Though Nipsey Hussle made a statement about his homophobic remarks being taken out of context and that he wouldn't treat someone different because of their sexual orientation, it seems people can't overlook this. My question is, how do you learn to separate the flaws from a person that you view as a role model? Does a person's flaws make them less important or diminish what they have done for their community? Oh shit, that's a loaded that question. That is a loaded question. That's Would you like lot. to go first? Um, is yours going to be a little bit more educated? Yes. And <laughs> I can go last. <laughs> why, I, why I can't go last? No, nope, get yours out the way. Oh shit, <laughs> this is where we at. No, I'm saying, I just feel like whatever you're about to say, what? I need you to get that off your chest because <laughs> you're going to interrupt me and be like, mm, well, go ahead. Okay, so I think <laughs> that... Um, that Nipsey's situation and people in hip hop, their situation is that we all grow grew up or are growing up um, traumatized, and we grow up with this stigma that the worst thing that you can do is be um, homosexual, and like you can you can kill somebody, right. and niggas gonna be like free, you know OJ, like you know what I'm saying? So like they don't give a fuck what you do, but if you're if you're a black male, then for sure you can never come back from homosexuality. Right. A black woman, you know, you you okay. I and 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 that's just the reality of it. Like, you know, you're bi, you what like they assume that black women are bisexual at all costs. Mm-hmm. Like black men cannot be that. So, I think that if someone like like uh Kevin Hart said he would beat his child if he um if he ever was walking around in, you know, a dress or some shit like that, he would beat the shit out. He would beat the sh- uh, the gay out of him or some shit like that. I it's not like I haven't heard that. Like it's not that I haven't heard shit like that because of just how we grew up. So mm-hmm. I think if somebody, we all need time to grow. We all need time to adapt. We all need time to to learn our surroundings and 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 grow with the people that's around us. So 
it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I think like if they apologize, then let it go. Like, I don't, I don't have time to harp on some other people. And if, even if they don't like me, right. I don't have to support them, but I could, if I did like their music or whatever, in some ways you can separate the person from the, um, the art. Now, not in R. Kelly's case, because he's literally bringing out the art in, I mean, the trauma in the art. Um, but, to me, Chick-fil-A. Like, I still like Chick-fil-A, and I'm... I wasn't processing shit back then. Right, and I and it's, it's difficult because I liked Chick-fil-A before they said what they said. Right. Now, but I don't rock Gucci because of these high-end designers, whatever, whatever. It's just a pull back and forth, and they want to get us riled up. And also because I can't afford it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Especially right now. But that like, Gucci black uh, cologne, I had it for mm-hmm. a while. I ain't giving that up. <laughs> I, I have I have a damn I don't know which which one I have I have the gold one that's about all I can the afford the Gucci is, guilty yeah the Gucci mm-hmm. guilty like yeah it smells great yeah it does but uh, um but yeah that's my thoughts uh, I think on one of those questions that you had sitting there uh, the other question was so how do you okay so you you said how, how they separate from the person as a role model mm-hmm. and does a person's flaws make them less important or diminish what they've done for their community fuck no. Mm-hmm. No, because even if he even if he uh, spoke down to a group of people, right, he didn't like a group of, group of people, even us, you know, us as black folks, they got us traumatized to think that we don't like uh, Muslims. So or just people in general. Right. Um, so he affected his community in mass. Right. He did right by his community. So whether you're what it, it depends on what you vouch for. It depends on what, what your what your calling is, what your cause is. Like right. if you can affect those around you, then you're good. I don't think it diminishes anything. You know what I'm saying? We trying to slander a dead man's name. Mm-hmm. Like wh- who, how 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 big are you? You know what I'm saying? Right. Because he, he's not here to defend himself. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck can you do? But just talk shit about him because he can't say shit back to you. Right. That's how um, I feel. I will say this. I was not, like, I knew who Nipsey Hussle was, but I didn't follow him. And right. even now, like, I didn't watch the funeral. I didn't do any of those things because I just feel like that wasn't someone that I knew. And I, I just feel like funerals are so, there's to be respected. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and... If you have no respect, then don't well, watch no, it. no, no, no. It it wasn't about like me not having the respect for him, but it was just because I didn't know really what he stood for, and yeah. I would love to follow up with him to see like, oh my God, this person did these things in real time, right? Then to hear about them later, and then like wish you would have known, you know, about this person. And I just still feel funerals are super, super personal. Um, and you I think just so. Yeah, I didn't watch Whitney's funeral. I didn't I watch Whitney's funeral. I've never it's watched amazing. any type of celebrities thing because I'm like, that's personal. I know it wants to be shared with the world, but I just feel like that's something that that family needs for them, even though they were a celebrity. Like, you, I just don't like they to had, personally they, participate. They had a they had a private ceremony. Oh, that's good. They had a private ceremony the Friday. Mm-hmm. Wait, the Wednesday night. Okay. And then Thursday was like the mass. Mm-hmm. So they had a private ceremony. So yeah, I think I think but when you're a public figure, you affect more than your Oh, you, no, I definitely agree. Right? I just personally don't oh. take part in it. Um yeah. but to answer Daenerys's question, um I I read the remark and the remark was not homophobic at all. What is the remark? So the remark was basically they posted this. He posted this picture and the caption was something along the the lines of 
this is how you represent like greatness in black men because they'll try to tell us that we're all these other things mm-hmm. um saying that they're homophobic or deadbeats or all these different things right but that wasn't what he was saying he was just saying this is another image of black men to sum it all up that's mm-hmm. just really what it was mm-hmm. and it was the truth like this is another image of black men um i think a lot of times we aren't shown i don't want to say a lot of times because i've been seeing it more often and also it depends on who you follow because i'm like the things that people say that they exactly. see exactly i don't see those it's things because i have yeah cut out so many people and block so many people and the filters that i have i don't follow the shade room i don't follow all these celebrity blogs and, and different right. things so i don't see uh, all of these bad images of people right. the people that i see the black people and black women that i see and men I don't I don't have these negative images because I don't surround myself in that space. My Facebook is filtered like hell. My Instagram is filtered like hell. If I see something on on there that I don't like, I'm going to unfollow you. And I can do (laughs) that. And I can create my own perfect vision of what my social media looks like. Facts. Hella facts. Um, I mean, I only saw black love with them. Like I and I his even in his music, like he spoke he spoke volume like, you know I've, yeah i've listened to some of his tracks um since he's passed and i'm like oh man like he had some some great knowledge um but to go back on and say like so that's one i didn't think that the statement was was homophobic number one i think that people who say that they don't feel sad about his passing like there is a special place for you and yeah. um I don't condemn anyone to hell. That's not my that's not my ministry at all. But yeah. I feel like for people who say you don't feel sad about what some about someone's passing, it's just crazy to me. And you weren't so affected because you are still eating Chick Fil A. You still rocking certain things. You're still even in your space. Your own mama sometimes don't like you and say things. You have people around that you're not blocking or filtering out. You're doing things to other people. So just because someone said something, that does not discredit who they are as a human nor what they've done for anybody in the community um that's that toxic masculinity coming at you right and it's been you know i've seen um gay men and women who have kind of said some things and i filtered them right on out too um because i feel like this this was a you saw one statement from somebody and i'm not saying you know okay if if Trump was to pass today, I don't feel any type of way about you. You know what I'm saying? Because you have a running history right. of just being a jerk. Right. Doesn't mean that you weren't someone's husband. And don't mean Some, you need to deserve you deserve to die. Right. It doesn't mean that you were some that you weren't someone's husband. You weren't a father. You weren't an uncle. You you still had roles in people's lives. Right. But you just didn't make an impact on mine. Right. right. So would I be like, oh, man, that's awful. Yeah, I could say that that's awful that you died because someone is going to miss you. It's yeah. just not me. Yeah. But that also doesn't mean that I'm going to put out like, oh, I don't care that you died because you made this statement. No, yeah. no. This is one person who has made and done so much work um, for his community and his community being Clint, uh, Crenshaw and Slauson. Like that was his direct community. Right. Those are the people that he directly impacted right. that needed him and those are people who gay white black whoever it didn't matter right. he still affected them in some type of way right um when it comes to like you know ice cube and tupac and cardi b Eminem, migos tyler creator i don't follow tyler the creator when he was like he didn't like gay people and then he turned around and was like Wait. yeah he's gay with uh Jalen. she Smith. put tyler the creator 
He's gay. He's gay. He's bisexual, I think. Okay, so he must have he may have recently come out, but like when he first came out, he would use derogatory terms. So Of course, yeah. cuz he's gay. Like like it makes sense. Like Well, it didn't make sense because he was saying things when he initially came out as a kid, like not yeah. came out like gay, came yeah, out no, like Yeah, no, came out as a, like right, an artist. As, a, as an yeah. artist. Yeah. He would say things that I'm it was just like, why are you, why are you using derogatory language against gay people? If he's yeah. saying that he's bisexual, I don't know because I don't follow him, so yeah. I, I can't really speak on anything that he has said. Um, but in those instances where people have made things and said these different things, at the end of the day, if they're in the club and they playing that music and you drinking, are you dancing to it or are you gonna stop? The only person that I will not listen to is R. Kelly. Like I just, and if I heard some things that somebody may have said, like I, I would. I won't lie. Like if Cardi B came out and was like, you know, these F's this and, and, you know, gays this and whatever, like it's going to hurt because sis got some hits. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. she got some hits, but I know that it doesn't matter what is over. It doesn't just have to be the LGBTQ community. If she said something that was disrespectful about whoever, um, you know, you have to really take that into consideration. Um, yeah, I think that, that, that we, as a people like have to, so I, so I'll say this, I, I was on Instagram and Charlemagne had a, a book that I really want to purchase. It's called unlearn 101 simple truths for a better life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an international bestseller by humble, the poet. And I think that I think with that is we must unlearn a lot of the things that we have been uh, taught. Yeah. And that's really what it is. Like even like just Tyler, the creator himself, like, of course, he would talk shit about something that he is. That's what most gay men are. The ones who are homophobic, like, you know what I'm saying? Like and it, 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 it it's a problem because they don't understand their positive gay men. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, not not those who are out. Oh, because no, I was going to say, yeah, about, they use a terminology that even I wouldn't use because I'm not a part of that direct community. And it's where you're from. Like, where I'm from, they call you a punk. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like a, it's almost endearing, but it's not other places. You right. know what I'm saying? So, like, you can't just go out and just say certain things in certain places. Right. Um. However, like, still, you, it, if if all these people came out and said, you know, I was wrong for the way I thought. Like, we all grew up in the black community. That's why it's hard for me to, like, it's hard for me to to just jump on a bandwagon and just say cancel them because of the way I grew up. Not saying the way I grew up specifically was like that because it wasn't. Mm -hmm. But the people that I was around, the hood that I was in, like, it's just. That's, it was just unknown of, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It was like aliens, like you like the same sex, like that's like that's not of us. That's that's how they portrayed it. So now we're all trying to come out of that. Like I wasn't, I wasn't the the child that knew I liked women back in the day. I I never liked women up until probably college. Um. So I wasn't. So I. So that's my perspective, right? Right. But it doesn't negate yours. Right. Right. It. So it, I think we just need to take our time and just allow people to make mistakes because we're all not perfect. Right. Um, and, and life is life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and no one deserves to be taken away in that manner. Yes. You die of old age. That's one that's thing. great. You die of a sickness. That's understandable. But to be murdered um, is is 
is a different type of um it's a di- it's just a different type of grief right but uh i mean because shit that's just like charlemagne right. i did not listen to charlemagne until charlemagne he completely made a 180 he did but it's also i was telling someone the other day it's like you have to recognize what people grew up around and this isn't specifically to nipsey because again this one statement that was taken completely out of context by people who were butthurt and in their feelings because they feel like every side note every situation is not um does not have to be represented right because this one the gay community we don't have to be involved in every single thing because that's not your space yeah that one's not for you doesn't mean that you don't exist doesn't right. mean that you aren't valid but right. that space just is not for you right if i'm talking about black men and then i interrupt and say well women can do x y and z yeah that's cool we know that we can right but right now we're talking about black men exactly it's just like if you say black lives matters and then somebody says well all lives matter yeah we acknowledge that but right now we're talking about one specific thing right so at that point nipsey was talking about cisgender straight black men he was not talking about anybody else he's saying i want you to see a different example of what we can be and this is it and then some gay person was like but you ain't include me though and that's my point so this is what (laughs) this is exactly what i was going to ask you and i know we have a show topic Mm -hmm. however it's very strange to me and this is why i can't represent and vouch for the gay community as much it's just because because to me it seems like the people that do all they want is their the attention on them. Like no, and no matter what the cause is, no matter what the subject is, they always want to be included in every conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like when you when we're speaking of just black women, white women feel like they want to be in, imposed on that. But then, but then it's like, well, you know, I'm gay too. Like that's where we connect. The only thing that I have to walk around with is my face. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing you see first. You don't see me as being gay. You don't see me anything else right. other than I'm black. So if the conversation at hand is, it's, so do you feel, do you, that's my question to you. We can keep going on this topic. We're good. Uh, do, <laughs> uh, do you, do you feel as though, um, we can end with the actual show topic though. Uh, do you feel as though, um, gay advocates and Mm -hmm. i'm not sure if you're one so please tell me if you are um they impose their beliefs almost like religion Hmm. i will say this i am all for diversity and inclusion Mm -hmm. um i believe that everybody has a space everybody has a voice um and when i was younger because i was so I was so eager to finally have my voice mm-hmm. to say I am a proud gay black woman, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or I should say queer black woman because we know sometimes I've had dick before, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you had a kid. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean sometimes, my nigga? You got, you got, got. Yeah, yeah I got, got. Yeah. I mean, That's a new term for getting pregnant without marriage. You got, got. got. Yeah, I got, got. I, I've, had some, I've had some dick before. But, you know, I feel like, Jesus, if my mom ever listened to this, she'd be like, what the hell? I did not raise you like this. Um, But I just feel like, there was this point that I was like, oh my gosh, I just have to, I feel like I need to be represented. I feel like I need to have this space. And no, it wasn't a being seen as gay first or whatever, like in whatever space that I was included in. Because years ago, like the, and it's not a popularity, the inclusion yeah. of gay people and rights. Yeah 
has now in the past five to 10 years now exploded. And it's been like, we are here. We have a voice. We want to be included. We want to have the same um, rights Mm -hmm. as others. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's when it's kind of like, because I'm so for diversity and inclusion, I'm like, yes, we need to have these talks. We need to have these conversations, Mm -hmm. but it does kind of take me aback now as I've grown older because I'm like, I'm not just this person. Like I'm all these other facets of me, but my queerness is a big part of who I am because it's how I see a lot of things. And it's like, am I represented in certain spaces? Am I available to be in this place? But the other caveat is I don't care to hang out in queer environments. Yeah. I mean, I can go, I can hang out, do my, you know, once or twice, whatever situation is. But like, I mean, the most times that I've gone to a, a queer event was like, what, last summer when Jay was doing Sino House? Yeah. But I went because I was like, yo, my friends are here. Right. So it wasn't like I'm going to be around gay people. It was right. because the food was good and the drinks was good and my friends are there. Right. And we had a good time. And we had a good time. Right. right. So just it so was, happened. we just so happened to all be gay. Right. So <laughs> That's what that I was, that was the thing of where it's like, we have to recognize, are you wanting to be like that person who is out? And I do see myself as an advocate, but I don't believe as an advocate, you have to wear the pride shirt. You have to do these things. And, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, you're too gay. Like you got, yeah. um, like I have the Daikin shirt from a Kia company and I've only worn that shirt like once or twice right. because I'm like, maybe you should have got a different shirt. Like saying Daikin and you're walking around in the, you don't you know, even say the word. I don't. So like, <laughs> but I'm like, if I were to go to a pride event, yeah, I would have a shirt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have a, <laughs> I have a shirt. I, yeah. And that's, that's like just le, that's legit. I, right. <laughs> just in case. Like I, no lie. I have a pride crop top yeah. that um, I got from forever 21. And um, this was like two years ago. The shirt still has a tag on it, but I'm keeping it. Cause I'm like, what if I go to the event? Like I would love to have, because I don't buy rainbow shit. I'm, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I don't I'm, have one rainbow thing. In my closet. But but this is the other part of it, too. And I'll bounce it off as well. I struggle because I'm seen as a cisgender straight woman. I'm not. But you're also not a lesbian. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you I'm are multi whatever the word is for you i feel like you're just a multifaceted person that falls in love with who you who you deem worthy of me oh girl i just fucked it up for you who you (laughs) deem worthy for mia like and that to me do it doesn't need a fucking box of gay queer or whatever like yeah it doesn't need a box but sometimes you're like yo i would love for a woman to hit on me like see me and then but it's after like having a conversation because if they look at me they're like Oh no, I didn't think that you were. But that that's what I'm saying. And you saying. know what it is, right? You, you know probably it's just because you're black. I I would I would I would definitely say if you were any other mm-hmm. uh race that women would definitely hit on you. But because you're black, the black proud woman that you are and you you do look happy and confident, yeah. why the hell would somebody come talk to you? You know that's what I'm true. saying? That's that's true. I, I think it's just a different experience of of knowing and and again, it's looking on both sides of like, you know, does this have to be something that's so in the forefront? Um, I remember working in corporate, and you can tell me like what your experience was, but 
it was a shock for people to know like oh you're in a relationship and it's with a woman and you know and I used to not put up my personal business because I'm like it doesn't matter but then I started to think like there's a such thing as diversity and inclusion and I don't just want to be seen as an ally and I remember like being a part of an ally yeah like I remember being a part of um our um ERG which is the employee resource group and for the pride committee and they were like oh okay so check this box on which ally you are and I was like but I'm I'm not I got a whole girlfriend like in a whole gay relationship and she was like oh I had no idea but I'm like am I supposed to look a certain way am I supposed to like walk around with these things am I supposed to have a you know so that's when I started to say like I need to be more visible because sometimes people don't understand or they may have questions or your visibility may allow for someone else to become more comfortable in their space yeah so was that something like that you've experienced where you know yeah you don't necessarily like you want to be seen as like I know I'm just a black woman but I mean D I look at you and I'm like no she's gay like that was the first thing I saw like you were you were black I knew that you were black but I was like, oh, she's also gay. Like, oh, this is cool. But then we were also at a gay event. So, but if I would have seen you out somewhere else. We were at a gay event and I was with my girlfriend. So like. I didn't know, I didn't know she was your girlfriend at the time. You didn't? I no. said she was. No, no, no. When you walked in, I didn't know she was your girlfriend. Oh, when you, uh, yeah. yeah. I just assumed that I was gay. Yeah. But oh, okay. Just based on how you dress. Oh. What? I had like thigh highs. That, that, that didn't matter. It was the way yeah. I walked. Yeah, it's just still, you got this thing about you. That I'm, that screams My gay. My gaydar was like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yep. It's there. funny because, <laughs> it's funny because I've been trying to run away from that my um. entire life. So I grew up not attracted to women at all. Like people, so my mom's best friend, I guess at the time, um, kept asking in some form or facet, like, or kept insinuating that I was gay or that I liked women or or girls at that point but I I I never and I could say that from Mm -hmm. I never had a thought about being with a girl I never wanted to be with women like it just but I felt like a lot of or she my mom's best friend like kind of kept hitting hitting I was just a tomboy that I had a purpose you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying we're gonna talk about like um the other topic later yeah uh because I I grew up trying to figure out what I wanted to, who I wanted to be when I was you know I wanted to play basketball mm-hmm. so that was my only goal in life was to play basketball I didn't have I didn't give a fuck about nothing until I mean I was in middle school I had a boyfriend I had boyfriends up until fucking college mm-hmm. and I I got I think I just went through a very traumatic situation where a female was there for me more so than a dude yeah. and that's how I started to appreciate women mm-hmm. on the other side so I I guess for me I I don't want to be I don't want to be looked at as gay because I don't want to be gay like I don't want like I choose to date who I date but I don't want to be gay like I don't want and I don't know if that makes sense but it does but like just because I of what I wear or um or how I walk or like whatever I don't want to be labeled that not that 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 there is a negative connotation it's just because since I've I was younger like 
someone's always wanted to put me there. Mm-hmm. And it almost is like a betrayal to myself because I, I never thought that I would actually be with a woman now um, because of because of that. It, not that it even was traumatizing to me. It was just like, why are you trying to force an issue where I don't want I don't want her. I don't want a woman. Mm-hmm. So but now I think um, I'm just in a path where like I love Tati. Tati is by name. She is or by by appearance. She's a female, you mm-hmm. know, or she's she actually a she's a female. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I totally get it. And I mean, that's I think that everyone's experience of like coming out and there can be times where this, a certain thing is like spoken over someone's life. Yeah. Um, because they're made to assume just because you play ball, like you're going to be gay. There are very, a lot of feminine women who just enjoy playing basketball who are straight. Right. Um, but I also think that there are situations that will place women into positions where one they don't we don't acknowledge what a friendship looks like between women like a genuine friendship Mm -hmm. and sometimes when you enter into that space of like oh my gosh I have now been nurtured by this person I've now been cared for by this person and you're like do I like them right like what are my feelings what are we doing right and it's just like for example um, the color purple uh-huh. when Suge and um, Seely yeah. were in the room uh-huh. and Suge had never been loved. I mean, Seely had never been loved, right? Mm-hmm. Suge wasn't gay. I think she had experiences with women, but mm-hmm. she wasn't gay. Mm-hmm. She had her husband, Seely, you know, but she had never been loved. She right. had never been in this space. Right. And so when she, she was thought like, it was you never, right. She, well, but it wasn't it, even that. Like, if you look into, like, look a little bit deeper into it. Um, she was like, you've never been kissed. Like you've right. never had love. Right. So I'm going to show you. And I think Suge just took it as her friend. Right. And I've never read the book. So I don't know if something in the book was a little bit different. But yeah, just from the they movie. Had, they yeah. had sex. Yes. Okay. They And they took that part out. of the oh, movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. So but just from the movie point, mm-hmm. it was like I'm showing you something. And yeah. even with having sex with somebody, I don't I still don't think that that makes you gay. I think it's like you are entering into a space to be like because we are such physical beings yeah that we attempt to say okay well now that i've had sex with this person i'm gay yeah no i think that you are attempting to find yourself Mm -hmm. and you're like oh man like this is amazing this is something that i have now been able to share with someone that i have never received before yeah and it just so happens that you know it was with a woman. I have plenty of friends who have had sex with same sex people and they're like, but nah, I ain't gay though. Like I'm, they're just not mm-hmm. like they are very straight, mm-hmm. but they have entered into those spaces because of things that have occurred. Right. Um, and I can say, you know, my niece, I think she was kind of put into a situation where she, um, one of my nieces, um, her my my brother wasn't there as he should have been for her Mm -hmm. she had been um you know not I don't want to say Melissa but she had been touched by a a man on when she was with her mom and so it just kind of made her very standoffish of men Mm -hmm. so it's like over on one hand you have a dad who although he's financially there you know he's in a different state he's not physically there for you and then you have now been betrayed by men on this other side and now it's like women are the only thing that are here Mm -hmm. but she was also you know more heavyset she was but I'm like 
you're not really lesbian. Like you've kind of fallen into this thing. You're not, you don't feel pretty enough. Right. You don't feel like, oh, I would look right in dresses or right. these different things. Mm-hmm. You have a, a more um, harder exterior mm-hmm. because of the things that you've gone through. Mm-hmm. So now you feel like this is the only way for you to be, mm-hmm. but that's, that's false. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, we have to really kind of take those things into consideration. And when, as, as the community, I don't want to say that it's black people that do it um, in the LGBTQ community. Um, but like, if you go to like the white pride parades, like they're so out there and like, this is great. And, but I don't think it's like pushing a gay agenda. I think it's just, people are now finding their voices to be in this space of like, this is amazing. Like I'm able to do these things, but I think we also, again, taking that deeper look into what gay looks like for everybody it's um, not the same. It's not the same. And that's the thing that troubles me with the cause, right? It's like, well, if you're not this, then you can't be in here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like being gay is being free. And if you don't allow me to be free, mm-hmm. we've talked about this um, probably off. I don't think we've had an episode about it, but like you want people want to box me in. People yeah. want to buy. Well, what, what, what are you? You're still you're no, you're not a stud. You're not a film. You're a stem. Why? No, mm-hmm. I'm not either one of those things. Like, why do I have to be boxed in? Right. And um, it, it's it's just I've, I've had different conversations about this, obviously. And. One person told me, well, they need something. They come, You come from boy and girl. So they need a box to right, come to out of, in. to put you in, uh-huh. right? So this is this is the transition. And I'm not for it. Like, if 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 you want to, if, if gay is like an all-encompassing thing or, or queer is, is all-encompassing, then let it be that. Don't be like, okay, are you bisexual? I mean, you like both, but like, do you like both? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, or I'm a lesbian. No dick at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or like, uh, what is the, what is the one where they, they like themselves? They, uh, oh, asexual. I'm asexual mm-hmm. or asexual, I'm transgender. You like, you have, right. There's, but see, when people want to put you in a box, it's for them. Because they need to be able to understand exactly. what that looks like, right? Exactly. So, but that's my problem. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. My only issue with the whole movement is that you want to understand something that other people don't understand. You yeah. want to be understood, but you can't understand the inside of the community. Of course. You know what I'm saying? I, it's just so it's so a subjective, like. Um, um, very selfish way of going about things, and that's why I can't. I, I just don't. I just don't because yeah. I'd rather I'd rather explain to a straight person that I'm bisexual than explain to a gay person that I'm bisexual. Well, I mean, you're kind of like stem. Like, what do you you know? But you got a lesbian girlfriend. Like, what? It, I, it's just too much. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But you know what? I and I will say that. Of course, we know inside of the community is a lot of issues. So it's racism, it's classism, it's sexism. <laughs> like we got a whole it's lot of isms, right? Traumatized. But I would say that being in the black community uh-huh. is very different from uh-huh. being in the white community. All right. Um, because as whites, 
they've been they've had a freer voice for a while right so and they also i don't want to say all because i know that there's some white listeners and i would definitely hope you know hit us up and let us know um send us an email towards sisters podcast at gmail.com um good plug and, <laughs> and let us know you know what your what your thoughts and experiences are but i know being in experience in the white community even if they had a tougher time coming out yeah more of them came out and they were more accepted right Mm -hmm. so they were able to be free white women you can look at their relationships and you can have two stud butch women together and then we looking at them like stud and stud don't go together what is that but they do because they're still women Mm -hmm. just because they have a harder exterior doesn't mean anything like Mm -hmm. they want somebody that they can be cool with have a homie with whatever it is Mm -hmm. and then that's but that's just what they like like there's nothing wrong with liking what you like yeah but there is more freedom and fluidity within the white community than it is within the black community Mm -hmm. in certain spaces I would say in the south it's like that if you go up north like you have if you look back at like older lesbians yeah a lot of they got the same haircut. They look alike. Like they, they're comfortable in who they are and they're not um, applying the different labels because back then, like that's just what you had. Right. They, they, they like their pants. Right. They like their, their haircuts. They like certain things. Mm-hmm. They don't have to say, Oh, well a stud and femme have to go together mm-hmm. or an androgynous. And you know, this other thing has to go together. Like, <laughs> no, because I've had my moments where I'm like, I flip. I've had a year of like, I, I when I had my fade or mm-hmm. like my little ball cut, mm-hmm. I had my hats. Like I had my, I was comfortable. Yeah, and I was like, honestly way more comfortable than I am now. But I'm like, there are certain things that I'm finding that medium. I don't have to be super feminine, right? Like, and I've told people that I've dated. Like I'm not going to be that. If that's what you want, you don't have it in me. <laughs> I just look like this. <laughs> I just wear lipstick. I get my nails done and I like my makeup. Yeah, but I did that even when I dressed more androgynous. Yeah. Um. So it's like, you know, we we apply that to ourselves and we cause more, way more issues. And from a femme presenting person mm-hmm. to one who, yes, you present femme, but then you're still looked at as like gay. And that's not what you want to be right. looked at as. Um, yeah. So it just it's so it's so confusing it's that's why i don't like this this whole this whole thing is always like a never-ending fucking circle yeah you know what i'm saying like it's never if you can't if you can't thoroughly explain something then you're frustrated because they then don't understand who you are right and i just don't have time and and really it's like no matter how i want to present myself to the world no one will understand. Yeah. And I, I have to truly accept that, right? Yeah. No matter how we want to be accepted into the world, people will still uh, have their base opinion about what that is. Right. like, And that's how they grew up. And you can't, I can't be mad at them for that. It's just these conversations that I've had before. Like, I just don't, I don't want, I, I don't want to have to go in depth about, how I present myself. Right. However, sometimes I guess it's necessary with who you're talking to, but I cut them conversations short. Because, because they're one, as, I feel like as long as they're um, willing to be open-minded and understanding, because just like how your conversations can get like convoluted and be like, yo, I just really don't want to do this. Right. This is the same thing for me. Like right. I am literally like, mm. no, I'm only from presenting. Mm-hmm. Like, 
uh, no, it's only presenting. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and yes, I could take dick from time to time. I don't really care for it, but yeah. I've done it. Yeah. I will do it yeah. if I'm interested. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But it doesn't make me less of a person yeah. just because that has occurred. Right. Um, so, you know, there's a, just a lot of different conversations. And I think when people are really wanting to understand to just for their knowledge yeah. is one thing. Yeah. If you're trying to figure out what I do in the bedroom, that's a completely different thing and it's none of your business. Facts. Um, so yeah. Um, Daenerys, thank you so much <laughs> for getting us on this tangent. I really appreciate it. Now let's quickly and overly talk about, uh, briefly talk about our subject. Um, I, f- I feel like, you know, we have hit everything. We've hit every gym. Might <laughs> as well go back, back, back in the day. Okay. So if you could tell your younger self, um, or if you could go back mm-hmm. and tell your younger self something, mm-hmm. what would that be? Oh, first thing, uh, young bull, don't steal that car. You stole a car? Yes. <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I gotta tell you, you, you got trouble? Yeah, well, I mean, it was my parents' car <laughs> several times. Um, but Young bull, don't steal that car. <laughs> just know that there is always somebody looking. Somebody knows <laughs> somebody you. Somebody snitched on your ass. My cousin snitched on me. Fuck your cousin. <laughs> he snitched on me. And he did. And he was like, and he's he's older, but he was like, um, she, he called my mom. He said, uh, Miss Lady, I think, and he, he's a gay guy. I think I just saw your car going down Old National. And like, <laughs> so my mom called me. She was like, where are you? And I was like, at home. She was like, oh, okay. But I got to the house. How she beat me, I don't know. Because she was like at work. And she called me coming in. And it was just like, damn it, that was it. And I used, like how I used to start, it would be like, all right. Why did they have a car left at the house? Uh, We had a few cars that oh. was there. So. Wallet! not <laughs> um but my dad's truck will always be there and because he had a work truck so i knew where the spare keys were and they ain't never had no food in the house so like i would go up to like mcdonald's and then i would come back but i was still in cars at like 11 12 like i i learned how to drive at nine because i was driving the um the what is it called the Go lawnmower oh, nah, the, the lawnmower. lawnmower oh y'all so, got land too yeah so that's how we start that, that's how i started learning me how to rich drive. rich <laughs> no me is not rich rich at all or no i'm saying you were no Growing i up, was not y'all, I was, had y'all was y'all was rich rich <laughs> we were we seemed to be one of the affluent uh affluent black families but we were not because of where we came from and it was like oh all of the blacks are making a, a migration uh-huh. um five minutes down the road and so that's what they did and that's when like land was super super cheap yeah um but yeah so I, that's how i learned how to drive right so <laughs> my daddy would come home he'd be like so what you do today so you know like when you drive like the engine's still hot yeah. and he put his hand on the car and i'm like damn that nigga no um but he never really said anything with my mom she was like oh so you out here still in the cars and shit yeah i did that for a while um did she whoop you yeah, I got in trouble a lot of times, but I always found the key. I'm like, y'all ain't doing a good job of hiding these keys, bro. I found them. You was I've, that boy? I've this was during the summer or something, right? Nah. School? Yeah. It was <laughs> like when I got out of school because so I would oh, get out of school at 2.30. Oh, when you get out of school. Yeah, I would get okay. out of school at 2.30. They didn't get home till like 6.30. Bro, I got four out. Well, about three and a half because you got to right. let the car cool down. <laughs> um, Don't let it be hot outside. Like, you game. It's hot. Like, the car is going to always be hot. You can't tell. 
Um, I fill it up. I have my gas. I put the gas in the car. Um, I fortunately I've never gotten pulled over. I had gotten and in some accidents, a uh, little hit and run. Y'all, I was awful. <laughs> this is what I'm saying, young bull. No, somebody's always watching. Okay, interesting. Yep. What um, about you? Mine's was a little bit more serious. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me before side note. I was in Walmart and I needed a carabine carabiner clip. And what is that? Uh, basically a, I show you, it's just the clip that you can like clip to your pants or oh, like I, what you can put your keys on and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I needed it for my uh, AirPods. So the only one I saw was one on a, um, measuring tape thing or whatever. And it was like a dollar 96. So I was like, okay, cool. But then I saw another one that was attached to a can mm-hmm. canister. And I was like, fuck, I just could take this one and not have to pay for it. And you know, just. And it go about my day. But the way my conscience is set up mm-hmm. and the way like my energy is set up in this world, Definitely if I would have took quick. Yeah, if I would have took that fucking thing, I well, I didn't take it. Uh-huh. I paid for the one and I was just I I I don't even know how people still at the self checkout. Mm-hmm. Like I am liter I am so like like cautious of the energy I put out in the world that mm. I just can't afford right now, especially in my life. I can't afford. Well, you will be broke by the end of the day. <laughs> no, I'm, bro- I'm I'm already broke. Like negative. negative. <laughs> oh shit. So you have five bills. Right. You didn't even know that was on auto pay come out. Right. Like, we are not reversing any of the charges, ma'am. 36, 36, 36, 36, 36. <laughs> so I, uh, <laughs> the story of my life. So, um, if I had to tell the, my younger self something, um, it would definitely be have more fun. Mm. Um, I was a very serious kid. I, I thought if I was serious about what I wanted to do, then winning came with that. Mm. And it did um, in some forms or another. But I didn't have a fun, fun childhood. Like I didn't experience playing basketball, playing sports in general as fun. I hated mm. when my teammates would have fun because I thought that they weren't taking it seriously. So if I could go back at any point in my life, like if I, I remember from five to 18, like all I remember is running in the rain, shooting, playing in the rain. Like it'd be cold outside. I'd be outside. Cause I had a goal, um, mm in the front of my house and I just remember doing working so hard and if I was going to end up here anyway like I should have experienced more Mm -hmm. and had more fun I never went to parties or the parties that I went to was like later in high school and it was only I could only remember two parties I went to and it was just I was just such a serious kid and like you you wouldn't even think that now you would think I was a clown but Mm -hmm. I I wasn't I, I was a clown with my family, but like around, surrounded by other people uh, in light of my uh, 10 year reunion this year. Um, I just was too serious and I wish I would I could go back and tell myself to have fun. I wasn't even a troubled kid. Like I didn't I didn't get in trouble like I, I didn't do. And we had the total opposite. Because <laughs> I'm sitting there like you should not have had as I much mean, fun as you I did. I mean, I like up until we moved from California, I think I had fun. Mm-hmm. I think is when I, we moved away and it was like really traumatic for my mom and me and my like siblings. Like I felt like I just got real focused mm-hmm. on like moving away and growing up and just all these other things. So I, I mean, I had got whooped for, I did some like, <laughs> I did some shit. I, mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, tied we had like a balcony in the house so you mm-hmm. could see over 
into the living room mm-hmm. and I tied our karate belts to the balcony, right? <laughs> and <laughs> this and is some tip. Did you calm and, down? And I climbed over, right? And I was going to climb down, but I thought it would be better if I encouraged my little sister to do it, right? Well, the way the rope was set up, <laughs> <laughs> the way the rope was set up was like, you, she was hanging from not holding the bars, but hanging actually from the the balcony, uh, the balcony uh-huh. part. So she couldn't like she didn't have enough strength to pull like take take the rope Dude, with one Jesus. hand, and um, <laughs> so so I was so I ran downstairs to get her, and I was like, "Yo, just 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 fall, I'm gonna catch you. Uh-huh. Just fall, I'm gonna catch you." And my sister was like a little plump child, right? Uh-huh. And I was like any like skinny, skinny. Mm-hmm. So. I, I just, I, I tried. It took about like 10 <laughs> minutes and I tried. I was like, just try. She was like, no. So then my mom, <laughs> my mom was cooking. Now my mom clearly wasn't paying attention to what uh-huh. the fuck is going on because she was in the kitchen. So she um, comes in. She was like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> so she starts getting pillows and starts around the, around with pillows. She was like, just jump. I don't think in her mind she, she thought, about, thought about, about going upstairs and like trying to pull her up right. because no matter what, she would have had to get her over the oh, over the yeah. um the bars. Mm-hmm. So the only option was for her to fall down. And um it took a second, but I think it took like even fifteen more additional minutes. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't know if she maybe she was holding on to the railing. Uh-huh. Um but yeah, she ended up falling and my mom collapsed and she <laughs> Because my mom was small too. So like so, Kia, so my sister name is Kia. She like was crying uh-huh. and my mom was like trying to get like these are we were six and seven uh-huh. so like th- these are like your babies these right. are like your kids and i obviously i i just i got i went on the roof i did shit up until we left california and then after that i lost all uh, fun inside of me mm-hmm. but yeah so my sister was safe and sound uh just everybody for that moment uh, <laughs> there was other things that occurred but that moment particularly mm-hmm. she was okay um oh that's funny. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I just didn't. I, I wish. I do wish I would have had more fun, even in college. Mm-hmm. Like no point in my life, especially after I tore my ACL, I never. I was such a serious person, and <clears throat> that's probably why I have so much fun, and I'm just like the light that I am because I knew I didn't have fun growing up. Mm-hmm. Or what I considered, what I saw everybody else doing. Like, everybody else experienced life, did this. And, you know, I would never take back my journey because that's how I got here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do wish I just had a little bit more fun. Like, I right. laughed a little bit more, you know? Um, well, I had too much fun. <laughs> um, that's why you're so serious now? <laughs> it may be. Uh, it well, may be. You're so um, mature. I, well, I mean, shit, I had a kid at 20, so, like, I had to grow up. I didn't really get a chance to experience a lot of things and yeah. things that I went through, like, in high school and as a kid. Like, it just really caused me to grow up a lot faster. Um, and that would probably be what I would tell my younger self is breathe. Um, breathe? Breathe. Because... Oh, I thought you said breathe. I was like, who's breathe? No, just <laughs> breathe. Because I took on so many things and I acted out in ways that if I would have just took a deep breath and would have been willing to communicate um my feelings yeah then I feel like I would have been okay yeah um but 
nah, I messed up a lot in high school. Like my biggest regret is that I didn't graduate. Um, what you mean? So, which is crazy. Let me tell you about HBCUs, right? So, um, you, wait, you didn't graduate college? No, I didn't graduate high school. Like I finished, but I did not walk across the stage. I but didn't you got your diploma? D- no. My diploma, it's maybe in Fayette County's Department of Education somewhere. Like, I, I don't have a physical diploma. So, I'll tell you what happened. Yes. Um. So, I um played around a lot in high school. And so, I skipped school a whole lot. Like, I was just a, I was a troubled teen. Um, I was just kind of always in trouble. Yeah. So, my middle school, I went to one middle school, and then I got kicked out of that middle school and had to go to a different middle school. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the feeder high school from my second middle school um, that I went to in eighth grade. And that feeder high school was Macintosh. And yeah. so, this was like a complete shell shock for me because it was a bunch of white people. The black people was hood as hell um, because it was like on the line, which was weird. It was the line of like all of these rich white people yeah and then it's like you only included this line of black people for affirmative action like you knew like you had to have a certain number of black people in this school Mm -hmm. um to be considered diverse but where they got the black kids from like it was in south georgia Mm -hmm. well it wasn't south georgia it was like southern fair county and um these kids were like from coweta county and they was a whole different breed of folks like what I'm used to and my south side of Atlanta people mm-hmm. but there they was like complete it was night and day yeah so I got in a lot of trouble so I ended up only being able to be there for one semester and then they expelled me and I had to go to back to my original feeder high school uh-huh. so that was Sandy Creek so I went to Sandy Creek my first that first well second semester for me and it was cool but then like 10th grade I was like, mm, I ain't really feeling this. So I started skipping school. Mm-hmm. So I skipped school for a little bit. Um, and then once I got to like 11th grade, I had an actual schedule. So I would be out of school Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> when they was, created a schedule. I had a whole schedule. Like I was a part-time student. <laughs> I was a part-time student. But I was smart. Like I was very, very smart. So you could give me material and I would remember it. I'm, I'm a speaker. So as long as I can see it, if you write it on the board or if I write it down, I'm going to remember exactly what it was, what it was, what was said. If I created my notes, I'm going to remember I have a just a photographic memory. So teachers like <laughs> they be mad that I'm not at school, but it's like you can't be mad because I got an A. Like, I was a straight-A kid, uh-huh. but I was just missing a lot of school. So then my senior year, it got to, like, Mondays and Wednesdays. And that was so stupid because I'm like, bro, they're giving a lot of your information on a Monday. But I would always show up for my psychology class, and I always showed up for my comparative religions class. <laughs> so you switched your days. Yeah, I switched my days <laughs> um, because those are my two favorite classes. Uh-huh. So when I got to, like, my second semester in uh, my senior year, they like gave out our grades and homegirl had like three F's and I was like, hmm. all right. So I had to go to summer school. Um, well, I'm sorry. I had to go to summer school my junior year and to get caught up. And then my senior year, I had to go to summer school again because I didn't finish. So I had failed chemistry. Um, what did I t- have to take? Oh, chemistry, government and algebra two. I had to take three classes. Damn. Those are like my favorite three classes chemistry sucked chemistry sucks ass okay yeah 
I failed that course and I had to do independent study because you can only take two classes during your summer school. Mm-hmm. So I, I passed. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. It wasn't algebra two. It was Spanish. Um, and so I passed Spanish with like a 96. I passed government and that was fine. So I was I was cool there. But that chemistry, they were telling me, like, until you pass it, like you can't graduate. Mm-hmm. So my mom was like, yo, go ahead and apply for college. And I had taken my ACT and I did really well. I I scored a 30 on my ACT. So I got into school. I got into Savannah State. They didn't know that I didn't have a diploma until like my like three fourths of the way into the year. Like not first semester, like the actual year. So they were like, yo, you can't continue your classes until you give us the diploma. It just so happened um that I passed my chemistry with a C mm-hmm. and I was doing independent study so I was taking college courses plus this high school course um in order for me to finish and mm-hmm. that was the only way that I could stay in school mm-hmm. and I finally got my transcript and was like hey here here's my transcript I'm sorry it must have been an oversight blessed be the HBCUs um because y'all were not on it and I appreciate it because <laughs> that's how I got into school right um but I went I went through so much you got your degree Mm-mm. Oh, okay. No, I then I had a kid. Then you had a kid, right? right so, right, right, like right, right, you, right. I have. So that's why I push myself so hard now because the two things that my mom wanted from me, a uh, college degree and a high school degree, like she has no pictures of me in my cap and gown. She has no pictures of me like walking across anybody's stage. I didn't have a graduation party. Yeah. I didn't have any of those things. Yeah. I'm smart as hell, but yeah. like for me, college just wasn't. now I could go back Mm -hmm. but I would truly be going back just for her her. and sometimes it's like that accomplishment for her means way more than what it means for me so like I think about it like okay I could get a degree in this or I can get something just to show like hey mom I got it Mm -hmm. and I did it for you um and it would truly be a mama I did it type situation and my degree would probably sit in the corner but also knowing like when I was applying for jobs people were like well you gotta have a bachelor's degree and I'm like, well, I don't have a degree. So that it kind of made me feel like I was not validated in certain things. I knew my stuff. Yeah. I knew everything that I needed to know, but I just didn't have that piece of paper for them. Right. So that would have been my thing of like, even though like telling myself to breathe and just knowing like, just because you didn't do it the conventional way doesn't mean that you won't be successful. Yeah, no, that that's so that would be my thing to tell myself. Absolutely true. I mean, you did. Let me just tell you right now, you had a lot of fun. You had a whole schedule. What the fuck were you doing on Tuesdays and Thursdays Bro, or Mondays home. and Wednesdays? I'll be at home. Who who wasn't at home telling you you need to be? And don't your parents, parents. get in trouble if you miss so much school? So we didn't have truancy like that back in the day. Uh, I'm a little older. Oh, you're old. Yeah. I I'm forgot. A older. Um, <laughs> I was like, you know, after, like, if you miss 15 days, you can't. Yeah, um, they didn't really do that. But I would pop in, you know, hey, I'm here. Like, kind of reset <laughs> my schedule or whatever. Um, but, like, I couldn't perform with the step team. I did step team from sixth grade to 12th grade. Uh-huh. Well, 11th grade, because 12th grade, they was like, nah, you just, your behavior, so you can't do it. So, what were you doing? I was just at home. Doing what? I was just home. Like, I wasn't, I went out, like, creeping around with nobody's son. I wasn't doing nothing. Like, I just did not. If I, if, if my parents were like, you can just go and get a job you and get it. your GED. Right. I would have done it. Yeah. I totally would have done it. Yeah. Because 
I just didn't feel like I feel like you have people have to give their kids options and you got to know your kid. Yeah. If I would have gotten my GED and went to a trade school and went to do something else, like I feel like I would be in a completely different space. Clearly, that wasn't the path that I needed to take. Mm -hmm. But I just know like I would have just been different. And we have to listen to our kids. Like if Ryan ever came to me and was like, mom, I'm just not feeling it at 16, 17. Like, nah, I need you to wait. Yeah. So maybe like you're 17 and then, you know. Let's talk about it. But I need to put you in a position where you're still going to win right. because this doesn't validate you. This doesn't say like, you know, just because you got your your GED, you're, you're worse off than somebody or whatever situation is. It's like, nah, like some kids just don't like school. Some kids yeah. just don't like testing. They don't, you know, but it doesn't mean that they're bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Yeah. That was, that was, that was my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just thought that there was going to be a more elaborate thing that you were doing on Mondays and Wednesdays. No. Mm-mm. I was just at like home. How you just decided that you didn't want to be at school. Did you not have friends? Like you could No, I just... had great friends. <laughs> I had great friends, but they knew like, okay, Mia's not here today. Y'all got my homework? Like Y'all got my homework? And they would send me like they would send me the the things. I but that's the thing. I would turn in my paperwork. I would do everything I would I'll tell you this I cheated on a final uh-huh. and I got a zero but I had a 99 in the class I still walked it out walked out with a C and so it was like my <laughs> my teacher thought that he was like oh yeah you're gonna fail I got a 99 sir I have a 99 because I literally like we went through everything I have turned in all my homework on time I've turned in everything I'm an A student. Yeah. That C hurt me worse than an F did because I was like, bro, you got caught cheating on a final. Yeah. That was the only time I ever, ever cheated. Yeah. You but got caught. I got caught on final. That's just because you were slipping. You was in your was Monday, slipping. Wednesday mood. I was slipping. But my senior year, like that's when I really just fell off and I was failing stuff. That it was like, it, you don't even have a reason to fail. I failed Spanish because I couldn't speak it. Like yeah. I had a super Southern draw and... They was like, come on, come on, like, come, come on, on Tay, Yamas, me, Mia. <laughs> like, it was awful. It was uh, awful. It was it was so awful. Gra- gracias. 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 <laughs> I took French. Um, but yeah, anyways, like, that's crazy. That I was just I was just curious about what, the, like, were you being productive, building something or doing something on Mondays and Wednesdays? Not even. But it's okay. I mean, Me and Judge Judy now. and Judge uh, Judge Hatchet and <laughs> Ricky Lake, whoever else is on TV. So you just watching TV? I, I knew everything. <laughs> I was clean by the time they came back though. Interesting. The, and they had no idea that you weren't at school. There had to come a point where they knew you weren't going to school. I don't think. I don't think so. My dad came home one day and he heard me, but like he never came upstairs. So like it was like a creak in the floor. Bitch was real still. I was a statue. He was like, like, I am not moving. (laughs) And he was, he was like, Mia, 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 because he called me Mia, which I'm like, that's that's not my name. Uh, That is not my name, sir. mm -mm. I'm not responding. Yeah, but he he never came upstairs. I'm like, damn, you know, he got to know. So neither one of your parents knew. Nah, Uh, to you, to your knowledge. Yeah, they didn't know until um I failed. No, until like I was failing my senior year, and Mm -hmm. they were like, what have you done? And the principal was like, apparently nothing. That was literally the response. 
So, yeah. Uh, it's all a lesson yeah, that we have yeah. to learn. Yeah. I feel I, that. Absolutely. So, I feel that. So, anyways, you, do you have anything coming up this week? I do. I will be at our Urban Hippie um, in Dallas. Uh, so that's what four twenty on Saturday. It's from one to four p.m. It's for Small Business Saturday, mm-hmm. um, and so that is up on my um on my page. They have a complimentary open mic session. They have um complimentary champagne, light snacks. So you will be shopping local and black owned businesses. So it is free to the public. I definitely hope you guys come out. Um, but yeah, that is on this Saturday, the twentieth. Mm. yep what about you you have anything going on uh no not at all i think i'm hosting this weekend at uh, uh jway presents mm-hmm. um osiris lounge so come through we 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 bringing in a beer pong table and doing some Ooh. doing some you know activity fun stuff it's gonna be 420 that day that night so i mean i know y'all gonna be out and y'all gonna be fucking high so y'all might as well come t- uh, cap off the night with your girl um I'm excited to eat crawfish that day. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, where can they find you? They can find me at Brown Girl Dope Skin um, on Instagram. You can also find me at Zen Skin Co. Mm. And what about yourself? You can find your girl at it's underscore D Woods on Instagram and all other platforms. Yeah. You can please send in your sister to sister letters. Shout out to Daenerys. You are one of a kind because <laughs> we had a whole episode about your topic. Yeah. Um, and you can uh, send those letters into the tour sisters podcast at gmail.com. Um, you could follow us at Mia. T- the tour sisters. Tour sisters. Yeah. The tour sisters. Yeah. Yeah. You can follow us at, the tour sisters um on instagram sorry mm-hmm. i had a brain fart uh and sh- hey shout out to y'all for always listening and, and fucking with us please recommend and send this to anybody that you feel deemed necessary all right that would love to enjoy our dialect and our talks you know um remember to stay hella black and hella proud i just said that because that's on me a shirt <laughs> uh, <laughs> and if you're not black just remember to always be proud of who you are and you don't have to explain shit to nobody. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Any closing remarks, Mia? Uh, nah, drink your water, mind your business. And Tell w- somebody you love them today. Right. That's more important. You can, most people don't even mind their business. Or actually, most people don't drink water. What's most important is tell, tell. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. We love y'all. They have that hot, <laughs> hot neon, yellow pee. No, it'd be yellow. yellow. It'd be yellow. Yeah, that neon yellow, yellow pee and it stinks. Yes, you smell them as soon as you go in after them. Oh, that's awful. Oh my god, that's disgusting. I hate to end with that. Love. <laughs> tell somebody you love them. Okay, tell somebody you love them today because that's the most important thing is that we all know that we're loved by somebody. Yes. All right. Well, we out of here, y'all. See Peace. y'all next week. Bye. Bye.